Welcome to Trader's Voice, a podcast dedicated to helping you eliminate market noise and focus on the one that matters, the voice inside your head. Hello, 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 everybody. It's the end of the week again. Welcome back. And, um, you know, something I've been thinking about this past day or past week is the idea of what you resist will persist. Okay, so what you resist will persist. And well, what do I mean by that is whenever you run away from a problem, you run away from your responsibilities, you run away from, you know, uh, your relationships, your friends, your families. Whenever you do that, uh, the problems that you are running from, it's still there, right? It doesn't go away. Um, actually, what, what it does is it kind of chases you. So let's say you and your best friend get into an argument, you know, and this best friend is a good person and you need to make up or they've helped you out. They've, you know, been there for you when you're down and you guys known each other for years, but it's just this one argument that's causing you guys not to speak to each other anymore. And it's, you know, causing you to, causing you to just, feel this turmoil inside, right? Or you feel this um, resistance or this uh, just unease because you and this friend are not talking to each other at the moment. And you guys are too prideful to make up, right? Just to, to apologize to each other. So this, this, um, so this continues for a while and you continue to feel uneasy. Well, you what you're doing is essentially running away from the problem you're running away from having to talk to your friend having to do that you know have that awkward conversation uh about what went wrong what happened and apologizing you know and you what you come to realize is that once you start to own up to all your problems and face them head on then you actually start to feel uh, better, you feel lighter, and you feel uh, like like you have a clean slate. Uh, another saying is that the truth will set you free. You know, so uh, when it comes to trading, if you're struggling and you're not profitable, right, and you're actually hiding this fact from all your friends and family and people that you know. And whenever they ask you about trading and you tell them, oh, it's going, you know, great, whatever it is, and you hide the fact that you're actually struggling and you have this internal dialogue with yourself that, oh, you know, if people find out that I I suck at trading or I can't make it work, they're going to judge me, they're going to, they're going to, you know, talk bad about me, they're going to, you know, uh, just spite me, whatever it is whatever the reason, but if you continue to hide the fact that you're struggling from other people, uh, it's it's going to persist, right? Just own up to the fact that you're struggling. Just own up to the fact that you're learning, and that's okay, right? I'm not talking about, you know, going actively seeking people out just to complain about the fact that you lost money or complain about how the market is rigged or complain about, uh, just just the dumb luck you had. 
I'm not talking about complaining, right? I'm talking about just being honest. If someone comes up to you, uh, one of your friends, families, and mem- uh, or whatnot, come up to you and they ask you, "Hey, how's how's your trading going?" Don't don't hide the truth. Uh, don't hide the truth. You know, if you're losing and you're struggling, own up to it. And what you will find is that most people are actually very receptive. They they think it's risky, sure, but they do want the best for you, right? They they wouldn't laugh in your face, and um, you know, and and just laugh at how how much money you lost. That most people aren't good. Most people are are generally good-hearted. Okay, they they're not gonna do that to you. Okay, of course you can come across some bad apples, but that's just the luck of the draw. And when it comes to your personal life, um, we've we've all had times where we are supposed to do something, but we keep procrastinating on it and procrastinating and let it build and build and uh, wasting time, not working on whatever it's supposed to work on. And eventually the deadline comes knocking, you know, and we have to do it and we have to get it done. But if you think about it, your problem has been chasing you for however long you've been procrastinating for, right? Let's say you had a month to do that project. Um, I'm pretty sure that you have in the back of your mind that you need to get that project done uh, with that first week, the second week, the third week, and the fourth week, right? It continues to take up emotional bandwidth in your mind and... um, it's kind of like keeping a toxic chemical or poison inside your body, right? Because even though it's minor, it depends on the scale of the project needed to handle, of course, but it's it's something like a leech or a bug that, that attaches itself to you, right? Draining your, your uh, emotional and mental bandwidth day after day. And uh, it continues to do so, so long as you keep running away from the project or task or issue or errand that you need to handle. And what you come to find is that most people who are miserable are the ones who have been running from the most problems, right? And the happiest people, the people who you see that are most carefree and most um, just so... Uh, elated and then happy all the time well those people tend to face their problems and own up to their problems right you see because the people who are miserable have so many things bottled up inside so many things they need to tackle but they refuse to uh, and it's it's manifesting right it's manifesting as their unhappiness it's causing them it's taking up so much of their bandwidth that they don't even have enough uh, mental capacity to be happy and be fulfilled you know they are so filled with so many things that they're running away from it's just impossible it's impossible to feel happy when you're feeling like you you're being weighed down with a bunch of issues and of course sometimes it's some days we have so many things to take care of you don't know where to start but you know that's that's just a that's a man my that's a personal management problem that you need to figure out right maybe you should read some more books on how to better manage your time and and learn some tips and tricks there but the fact of the matter is that the longer you run away from whatever it is that you need to do the more it's going to persist so 
the longer you run away from proper position sizing, the longer you run away from not having FOMO, more you run away from, you know, not journaling. Um, the, the longer that the, you, you don't do all of these things and you procrastinate, well, they're just going to keep coming out to you and chasing after you, right? But you have to own up to, to the issue of the fact of the matter is that your FOMO is causing your problems, not the market, not other people, not, not um, you know, some dumb hedge fund manager trying to hunt your stops. It's you. It's you running away from what it is that you know you need to do. And so long as you keep doing that, you're still going to have all these problems. You need to have to sit down with yourself and tell yourself that, you know, what, what, what problems are you running away from? What problems are you deferring to your future self? You know, um, if, even when I say you want to quit cigarettes, right? You want to quit cigarettes. Um, <clears throat> what, for most people, when they try to quit cigarettes, they tell themselves that I still like to smoke, but I know smoking is bad, so I'm going to try to stop. And of course, that doesn't work because their internal dialogue essentially they essentially says that they don't want to quit. So the, what they're really running away from is they're running away from from smoke from being smoke free, actually. So what, whenever you get that urge to you know take a puff of that cigarette, whenever you get that urge to um, place that trade that you know you shouldn't. Um, what you don't want to do is, is try to, to resist that urge. You actually want to lean into it, not act upon it, not act upon it. There's a difference. You want to lean into it and then really feel that urge. And you can say to yourself things like, okay, I'm feeling this urge right now. Um, but I'm not a person who acts on my urges and I thank you. I thank this urge for being there. Um, you know, it may have served its purposes many years ago or many, uh, you know, generations of humans ago where we had to act on our urges and our impulses if we want to live. But now I am a higher and more advanced human being who is self-aware and is in control of his own thoughts, behaviors, and actions. Thank you for having that urge, but I would not act upon it. And, and... And uh, once you do that, you know, you stop trying to run away from it. You stop resisting it. Right? You, you, you embrace it. You thank it. You, you fully incorporate that urge because that urge is a part of you, right? It is a part of you. But whether or not you act upon it is still up to you. And once you do that, once you embrace it, you, you would tend to realize that, it, number one, it goes away. But number two, you actually feel better afterwards. It's just like talking to your friend, right? Just like making up with your friend. Like if you keep resisting it, uh, you continue to feel this emotional baggage within yourself. But once you fully embrace the fact that it's there, but that you don't want to act upon it, uh, then you just feel so much better, right? Instead of distracting yourself with a bunch of, uh, you know, stimulation or a bunch of uh, different things to do and, and doing busy work just so you don't have that urge of, of entering a trade that you shouldn't have to do or that urge of not smoking a cigarette. 
what you actually want to do again is to really feel that urge, right? And 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 just it's fun. It sounds funny to say for those who don't uh, study spiritual law, but once you think that urge and you think that impulse for being there, it it, it basically um, so that impulses and the urges are just doing their job. Imagine imagine it's your employee coming up to you and telling you, uh, hey, you know, there's there's that uh, trade, we, we, it looks good, maybe we should take it, right? And and if you follow that employee's advice, then you're not in control, right? You're not the boss anymore. So what you really want to do is just thank the employee for her input, for their, his or her input, and um, tell her that you won't act upon it as of this moment, right? This is what it means to really be in control of yourself and control of your life. And uh, there's a spiritual law that says, as above, so below. So what that means is that how you control your mind is how you're going to control your life. but And how you control your life is how you're going to control your mind. So if you, again, I, I've said this before, if you're unable to get rid of toxic people in your life or toxic habits or behaviors, well, you're gonna be able to. Uh, you're not gonna be able to re get rid of toxic uh, positions in your portfolio, right? As above, so below. So how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're able to reject and not act on your impulses in any other aspect of your life, then trading becomes a whole lot easier. But if you're someone who's acting on instincts all the time, then it's going to be very difficult to suddenly have control of your mind when it comes to trading, you know. Um, so I'll leave that there. I'll leave that here. And again, my website has been fixed. And I would like you guys, you know, check it out. Hopefully you can find something that will uh, help you. I've only got a couple of blogs on it right now. But if you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment. And again, I thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next one.